drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you That's- got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. Here go, here go the passcode on my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. So we're back for another episode of Drink to We're Married. Geek Goddess is here. Hey, Cutie is here. And we're already bubbly, mm. but I'm super bubbly because it was her birthday. It was my birthday. Go shout it. It's your birthday. Go, go, go shout it. <laughs> it's Aries season. Oh, I should have played Luke. It. Mm. it ain't too late to drop it that Luke in. Late. It ain't too late. We're going to drop it's that Luke Aries in. season. <laughs> What are we drinking on in honor of Aries season? So in honor of Aries season, we are drinking on Champagne Mommy. Ah! (laughs) Which is made with your favorite champagne or sparkling wine, Prosecco, with strawberry mango puree, simple syrup, and a strawberry to garnish. Cheers! Cheers! It's my birthday! So you I guys know I'm a sucker up. for champs. Yes. Yes. And you hey, Judy always does me right. <laughs> AKA Champagne Mommy. <laughs> but I'm back. Bitches. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I know we had some co-hosts because I was away attempting to get my life together. <laughs> and, you know... Finish these certifications and whatnot, trying to get that guap and whatnot. I know that's right. But we had some really amazing guests. So if this is your first time tuning in, please check out previous episodes of Drink to Remarry. You can find them on iTunes and SoundCloud and on our website at drinktoremarry.com. And the last two weeks, we had one special guest, Kendra. <laughs> Yes. And you guys talked about... Goodness, what didn't we talk about? Everything. <laughs> I know. We got she, into it. She was the Madonna Horror Complex. Yes. Which was, I really didn't know it was a thing until we talked about it and I did some research. I was like, wow. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. And then we also had special co-host Brittany. Yes. Shout out to Brittany for coming through. Yes, where we talked about... Um, too soon. Yeah, too soon or does it count? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a lot to say about that, but we're not going to get into that right now. No. But, yes. So, again, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to a conversation about relationships and dating and being being single and men yes. and all of the above over some really good cocktails. So, if you want to get the cocktail recipe for the week, please subscribe to our newsletter at drinktoremary at gmail.com or you can go to our website to subscribe. So what are we talking about this week? So this week is a very special topic, I know, to both of us. And it's letters to our 21-year-old nieces. Yes. Both have nieces. Mine just had a birthday, March 26th. She's a bit older than my niece. Just a smidge. She just turned 22. 
But it's still relevant. It still counts. So the crazy thing is, right, one, I don't know why we waited so long to do this topic. Well, I think we're out here. We're talking to the people. We're talking to, like, our peers and our friends about dating and relationships and, you know, how to just navigate this life. But we both have nieces who are the same age and who we are so close to. Yes. I know we both kind of treat our nieces like they're our own kids. Yes. You know, if my niece <laughs> is listening to this, she has called me a time or two at two o'clock in the morning. Listen, I haven't gotten one of those calls yet. And auntie's but, like, you know. uh-uh, I ain't asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what, what you need? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like knowing I'm asleep, right? Yes. <laughs> like at three yes. o'clock in the morning, what else am I right. doing? <laughs> right. But I just think this is a very special topic for both of us. And it is where the stars have Mercury is in retrograde this weekend. (laughs) You know, I'm sure, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think it's a perfect time for us to take all of kind of our experience of all of our years of dating and just being Mm. black women in America and trying to figure this thing out and if we can just help them prevent one mistake right one like oh i shouldn't have did that if we can just help them navigate like one part of life i completely (laughs) it would make this whole it would make two years of this podcast totally worth worth it it. absolutely and that's kind of how i feel about it too it's like you know you always talk to them and you know you have those conversations but i think it's it's deeper than that because I think it's we all so have someone deeper. in our lives that we influence sometimes without even knowing. Yeah. And without having those conversations. So we're just kind of putting it all out there. Not all of it. I think we're putting what, our top five, top five, top five. Top we're going to do our top five a piece. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. It's true because, again, my birthday was just this past Saturday and my niece posted and, oh, you know, of course, she's going to do all the pictures. And some of the pictures, like, girl, when do we even take that? Wow. You know? Aww, and then realizing, like, that. she's watching me. Yes. yes. She has always kind of looked up to me. And I can't take that for granted. Mm-hmm. So even though I have a daughter, my daughter is much younger. You know, my niece is going into her junior year. I mean, her senior year next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. She's going into her senior year at college. Go Tar Heels. All right. Ow. National <laughs> champs. Go Tar Heels. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That, oh, that's so, yeah. oh, my goodness. I know that school was Yeah, lit. I did get the text message yeah. at like, like one in the, in the morning, morning yeah. of like her on Franklin Street. And I'm like, girl, y'all cute, but like don't ever girl. text me. Right. Because they played on the Monday? Girl, yes. Oh. Like my phone going off. I'm like. Right. <laughs> Who? Oh, y'all won. What did y'all win? Debate contest? Right. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> Not at all. But I think realizing that there is, you know, they say to whom much is given, much is required. Absolutely. And we, I think we both take these roles as aunties. Very seriously. Very seriously. Yeah. Everybody knows okay. I don't play about my babies. Listen. Not at all. All of them. All <laughs> the my nieces. To the youngest. Yeah. I mean, nieces, nephews. Uh, yeah. I think they can all probably learn something from. Oh, yeah. This. Yeah. Because yeah. anybody knows my seven-year-old niece, Riley, will FaceTime me at any moment. Yes, and I'll be right there. Does. Hey, boo. <laughs> yes, she does. 
She's so cute. Oh, you got model <laughs> student of the week. Boo, read me the whole paper. <laughs> but it's making that time and they they appreciate you for it as well. So I think it's we're giving to them, but they give back to us just as much. So, so yeah. we are going to just share from our experiences. If mm-hmm. we could impart a bit of knowledge to help any 21-year-old, because not just yes. our nieces, but a 21-year-old woman in today's age, in today's society, they don't always have the role models, right? right. And so luckily nowadays, we have technology and podcasts are around. Yes. And, and so if you know us. a 21-year-old or if you have a cousin or a friend or someone, you can just say, just listen to this and mm-hmm. take the bits and pieces of it that you want. Then you can throw out the rest, the rest if you choose. So I'm going to let you start on your number one. All right. So my number one is figure out and focus on what makes you happy. Oh, that's a good one. And I say that because I know for me, it was almost like graduate high school, you go to college, you get a job, you know, mm-hmm. but then you end up in this place where it's like, I never stopped to really focus on what I wanted, what I knew would make me happy or what mm-hmm. I even try something that maybe if it didn't, and you know, yeah, just take that time to try to figure it out while you're young before you build up all these bills and you have to work. <laughs> Do you think we put too much pressure on them to go to school, get a job, make money? Absolutely. Right? And we put them in these boxes mm-hmm. of, you should be this because this particular profession will make a lot of money. Yes. And you can take that money and buy you a nice condo and a car and accumulate all those bills and yeah. never take the time to figure out if that's what you love or not or if that's what makes you happy. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I mean, and it's never like, I don't feel like it's too late for me to figure that out and change what I'm doing. But to have that advice from a younger age to like, no, really focus on what makes you happy, no matter what anyone else says, because everyone is anybody, anyone you have to. That's your life to live. You're the only one that has to deal with the consequences. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, everyone may have an opinion. Oh, go to college. You got to go to college. But that's, you know, if that's not what you decide to do right away or you don't know what you want to study when you go to college. I mean, <laughs> you racking up, you know, loans for something. You may not even make a career out of it. Ten years later, you're trying to get a master's or a PhD Listen. so you can switch careers. Right. Because you didn't realize that's not really what you want yeah. to do the first time around. Absolutely. And now you got loans from undergrad plus loans from grad school mm-hmm. and still trying to get a job. Right. And yes. Yeah, welcome to adulthood. I know. For real. It's crazy. It ain't really all it's cracked up to be. Look, we were, I was in such a rush to get here. I tell my niece all the time, like, why are you still in a rush to graduate? But you know why? There ain't no not here but bills. Hello. I think they see all of these things, social media, mm-hmm. all the clothes and all the hair and all the shoes and all the cars. Yeah. Yeah, but... Things don't make you happy. I blame that on adults, though. And I think sometimes the knowledge that these kids need is too, it's buried. Mm -hmm. 
And because we're in this information info marketing age, right, where everything is clickbait, everything is when you listen to the first five minutes of what I have to say, I'm not going to really give you the meat of what you need to know until you pay and sign up or whatever. But I was watching this YouTube video of Ming Lee. Um, Russell Simmons' daughter? Mm -mm. No? Okay. Not that Ming Lee. (laughs) I don't even know why I was watching. <laughs> was Ming Lee. But if you guys look up Ming Lee on YouTube, she sells hair. She's like a okay. Um, she's a hairstylist slash like weave manufacturer. Okay. What, what, what would you call them? Like um, source. Like, oh, she sells she's weave. Like, okay, she sells hair to other people. She who, sells hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Very beautiful girl. And she's like, she wears blonde hair a lot. So when you see her, you'll recognize her because she's very like social media famous or whatever. Okay. But she's talking about how she started her business and how she started selling hair. And she literally goes through like, and then this happened and then this Mm -hmm. happened. And I just thought it was so interesting because like the clickbait for the YouTube video is like how I started my hair empire with $500. Mm Mm-hmm. But not until you get like five minutes in, she tells you she was actually saving up $500 to buy a sofa, a white, this white (laughs) sofa that she had to have. You know, Uh, she's a hairstylist, but one, you got to save up. She said she'd been saving for for a couple of months to get to buy the sofa sofa and happened to stumble upon this weave manufacturer, this wholesaler who was like. Well, I can sell you hair, but you need three thousand dollars. And she was like, "Well, all I got is three hundred because I was actually on my way to go buy the sofa because oh, wow. I finally saved up for it." Yeah. And she just gives you, you know, the full story. And she mm-hmm. later on says she actually didn't buy the sofa until like six or so months later. Oh wow! Even after she had started selling yeah. hair and making money, yeah. or whatever. But I just say that to say, like, people like her. Five minutes in, these kids like are used to like quick, what is fast, it? and hurry. Right, because they want to move on to the next one. If I didn't get my information in these first couple of minutes, yeah. And I'm only watching this because I ain't got nothing else to do with my life. And I just think your hair is pretty. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, girl. Yeah. Oh, you dating the guy who it has that record label? And I've heard uh, that, you know. And I'm just nosing. I got nothing else to do with my yeah. life, you know. <laughs> But for a 21-year-old, a I think as adults, we have this obligation to share with them what's really going on, yes. not wait until the after the, the jump, yes. if you will. Yes. Five minutes later, sign up here to mm-hmm. tell them it ain't quick and fast no, and easy. there's nothing. And I think, is that one of my points? I think, I know it crossed my mind because there is, it's nothing's, Fast. Nothing's easy. And if it's worth having, you're going to have to work for it. Work hard for it. Be dedicated to something. I don't care what you see on Instagram, Facebook, Mm -mm. these startups, these people who are driving, you know, Ferraris and nothing is quick fast and easy. And if you get it fast, you'll lose it fast. Right. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So that makes me think about like, okay, so my first point was something different, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to like push my points down. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to reorder them. My first point was if you take advice from someone, and this is something mm-hmm. I didn't learn until later on in life. Mm-hmm. 
If you agree to somebody's advice, you are agreeing to their lifestyle. Now explain that. So this one ties into just me thinking about my life and some of the choices that I made when I was younger and people that I would call for advice. Mm -hmm. And people can only give you advice as far as they can personally see. And as far as they are willing to go in their own life and Mm -hmm. the risk that they're they're willing to take. And so when you take somebody's advice, you are basically agreeing to their lifestyle. Right. So Mm -hmm. if I take financial advice from someone who's driving a Toyota Corolla and living in a one bedroom, that's as far as their advice can take me. Right. Because if they knew something different, they would have something different. They would have something different. Yep. Right. And so if there are opportunities that arise and you're thinking, oh, I got to, you know, here's this opportunity to pack up everything and move to Switzerland for an internship for this, Mm -hmm. you know, to work for this billionaire. And you ask your cousin or your auntie who ain't never left a city. And they're going to give you advice and it's not from a bad place. Right. It's just what they know. They can only give you advice as far as they've ever been in their life Mm -hmm. because they don't know anything else. Right. And I I didn't know that when I was 21. And so when you ask people closest to you who you feel like this person got my back, they're not going to steer me wrong. They love me. And it's not that they don't love you. It's not that they don't. But they've never been that far. Yes. So they don't know what that life is yes. like. So when you call them and say, I want, I got an opportunity to do this internship in Switzerland and I got to live there for a year. And they never left. And they never left like Podunk, Alabama. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, yeah, no. Mm-mm, you don't know them people out there. <laughs> you, you don't know what they going to do. <laughs> you ain't got, you don't know nobody living in Switzerland. Girl, because you know. You're so crazy. Is that it's not true. what, what it, it's so it is absolutely true. You're gonna go out there with them white folks and mm-hmm. they gonna... It's so true. And it's funny because in my my number one, I have listened to the advice that people you trust, they have the best your best interests at heart. But if they haven't lived through that experience, it's right back to your point. Their advice yeah. can only take you as so far, far as they have been. Mm-hmm. And that's, you, but unless it's a specific situation. And maybe they went all the way through it. And I say, I'll, I'll listen to someone's story. But I'm going to take from it, you know, yeah. what I want or what I don't. Like you said at the beginning. Because I'm not going to do it the way you did it regardless because I'm not you but at 21 it's it's just oh, hard yes it's hard to you just don't have that much experience to be able to take in take in what you need and throw out the rest right it's, it's almost like you can at, at at 35 you can look at a recipe and say I know that ain't going to taste good. I know I don't like the way that tastes because I've made enough food to know I don't really like the taste of coriander Mm. or I don't like the taste of cilantro. So I'm going to mix this for that. But if you don't have that experience, you're taking everything at face value. And if this is someone you love and trust, you don't realize that, yes, they are giving you the best advice that they have to give. 
But because they've never experienced that, they just don't know. Mm-hmm. And people typically operate in fear. Yeah, people but again, operate in fear. I always say you have to know who you're going to for advice. You can't go to everybody for everything. Who you cannot you can. go to everybody for everything. I, that's, mm-hmm. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. So I didn't know that at 21. No, but that's what we're here telling. Yeah. <laughs> I would always ask whoever was closest, whoever right. was whoever my closest you were, person yes. to me. And, you know, I love my sister like, mm-hmm. like the end of time. Like if there's something closer than a sister, that's what my sister right. is to me. But I would ask her about everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything under the right. sun and realizing now at 30 something I've experienced things that my sister never had right yeah so when I would ask her for advice she would tell me what she knew to keep me safe mm-hmm. you know what I mean to yeah. keep me like because I imagine she never wanted me to feel any sort of pain, pain. or discomfort right. or unease or whatever but because she had never experienced it before, she just didn't know. And I think she would, her natural reaction would be, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's unknown. Right. And the to unknown typically safe. causes fear. So because right. I don't know that, I'm going to tell you not yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I know for a fact I've missed out on opportunities because yeah. I took advice. I took advice. I took, you know, I'm going to be totally transparent. I took advice from my sister to not go to an Ivy League school. Really? Was it really far from home? or? Mm-hmm. Mm, and yeah. she and, and the people who were like inviting me to come, she was like, I don't, I don't know them people. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you know, and I had a baby and she, you're going to go up there with your baby and right. you don't know nobody. And, and I'm like, but I know them and I feel good right. about it. And she was like, don't go. And I was like, all right. And I'm not going. Wow. Yeah. But that's the kind of story you have to give because, you know, you have both sides of it. Absolutely. So now you do. I know my sister has my best interest at heart. I know that for a fact. But that's rough. Having this, like, looking back on it. Yeah. It's like. Hindsight. So you (laughs) take advice from people. If if you're okay with their lifestyle. Right. I'm okay with Oprah lifestyle. Listen. She could kind of tell me what to do right now. Yes. Oprah could tell me to walk backwards down the street and I'm going to be like, mm. all right. I'm, 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 <sighs> Oprah, it's a lot of traffic out there, but I trust you. <laughs> you yeah. yeah, so that's my number one. Okay. So let's jump. My number two. See people for who they are and believe them when they show you. Child, you better listen to It goes to for friends you listen to and boyfriends. Angela. I mean, family. People show you who they are better than they can tell you. Because <laughs> they're going to tell you a whole bunch of things. I'm drinking that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's something I probably didn't learn until my 30s. Just never, you know. Why do you think it took so long? Do you... Wanting to see the best in people Mm. or having, I know how I treat people, expecting people to do the same thing. You know, that reciprocal does not work that way. If I do it this way, then Mm -hmm. of course they're going to do the same thing. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. How many times did you get like, 
not literally like smacked in the face, but smacked in the face with reality of, oh, this is actually who this person is. This wasn't just a bad day. This wasn't just a terrible situation. This is who he or she is to the core. Probably more than I can count. Seriously. Oh, gosh. I need examples. I mean, mm -hmm. (laughs) I got so many. I I know. know. Oh, my goodness. It's just like definitely oh, boyfriends are easy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You meet a guy and <laughs> no damn well he ain't about nothing. <laughs> but you're like, oh, but he's nice, and you know what I'm no. Yeah. But he's yeah, he could be a not taking away that he's a good person, but he's not good for you. Why do you think we, especially when we're younger? Make excuses for people. This only happened because he or she did that because. Because. Versus just saying, she's a bitch. (laughs) Right. I think it's, well, so friends. So I've had this conversation with my niece and I told her, you know, everyone's, every relationship you have is not going Mm -hmm. to last forever. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially your friendships. You know, people come, you learn from the situation, you learn from them. And if it doesn't last, you learn something from it. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're younger, again, it's just that you just want the relationship to last. Your friendships. Yeah. But she's supposed to be my best friend. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you grow apart. You, your interests <laughs> change. <laughs> That person could very well have never truly been your friend. And I don't even want to say that. They're, they were only your friend enough, like, I guess, as much as they know how to be. Mm-hmm. And when you need more than that, the friendship's not going to last. So. Yeah. Oh, that's solid. So that, okay. <laughs> I'm mixing around my list. So you guys I'm need sorry. to know, we didn't, co- we we didn't did coordinate. <laughs> we should have probably. But one of my friend, one of my one of my lists of things I wanted to say was be okay with your friendships having an expiration date. Wow! Yes, you gotta you just to. be okay with that. You meet so I many people. I know you knew her when you was two, mm-hmm. and then y'all was good up until like senior year, and then like it's okay for yeah. it to just have an expiration date and it's like no nah, hard feelings mm-hmm. and it's like i see you no you know girl i'ma yeah. like your baby pics on facebook oh my god girl you got engaged like absolutely double tap that yeah but we are not friends anymore you're absolutely. not in my inner circle yes you're not the person I call at two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. when I'm trying to figure out something or if I'm sad or lonely. Like, stranded, it just need had a ride. An expiration date. Yeah. We're moving in different circles. Mm-hmm. We want different things out of life. Um, and that's going to happen throughout your life. Like, oh, it I mean, so will. it doesn't ever oh, stop. So <laughs> it doesn't ever so stop. Will. And I think. If it is a true friendship, because so I think about my best friend Mm -hmm. and maybe we talk once a month, which is so crazy. But that's the thing about when it's your best. Yeah. You you can go that time and pick back up like it was just yesterday. I'm 
just thinking about like I call this heifer. <laughs> she ain't called me back yet. <laughs> But she calls me on my birthday, you know, like nothing, right? singing happy birthday, literally <laughs> on FaceTime, singing full serenade. Right. You know what I mean? Because yes. it's my best friend. Yes, you know what I mean? Of course. But it's like, girl, why you didn't call me back? Right. I might have needed to tell you something at right. that moment. I don't now remember. I can't remember. Yes. Absolutely. Can't never, because it wasn't really important. But I Absolutely. Tell, you know, but it's like, that's different than a... Right. She said this, that, and mm-hmm. third, and I ain't really feeling her. And yes. we went on this trip, and she acting funny, mm-hmm. and, you know, I don't really like her vibe. Okay. It's okay to just cut it off. Right. You know what? And that's I'm it. in a different space. Yeah, I was in this space when I met you. I'm not in that space anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no hard feelings, but I just Keep think- it moving. Yeah. We shouldn't I be agree. friends anymore. I think that is so hard in your 20s. For some reason, you just feel like... You ha- you want to cling on to those relationships. I think it's like you're comfortable. Yeah. Or you feel like you've shared things with this person, so you gotta rem- you have to remain friends to in order... No? I think we're more likely to cut off romantic relationships when we see red flags than we are friendships. I, I think because so, they're, too are typically red flags in both situations, mm-hmm. right? You'll get a red flag yep. in a romantic relationship, and then you're kind of like, oh, I don't know. But when you get that in a friendship, it's like, oh. And that's where the excuses come in. That's yes. just such and such. You know, they going through something. They just do like that. You know, she PMSing you or know whatever. she a hoe, so of course <laughs> she was like, bad high eyelashes at my man. You know she a hoe, but and she was biting her her eyelashes at your man. Mm-mm. Not you, three you years can't. later, when you find out they sleeping together, right? You want to beat her up? No, but beat yourself up because you saw you already knew what it was. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, yeah, no, cut those people off, or not even cut them off. It it's not it won't last. It just it, but you why know. go through the heartache? Very you could true. just be like, you get to choose who you want to be friends you with. You do. All the time. Every day. You get day. to choose who's around <laughs> you. You get to choose yes. whose house you choose to go over for like, I don't know, the get together. Who mm-hmm. you're going to invite to your birthday parties. Yep. Who you want to be around. You get to choose that. And I think if I could tell my niece anything, it's okay to just put an expiration date on something. Yes. Treat it like milk. Yeah. Oh, that got ex- <laughs> That don't smell Look. right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're so crazy. <laughs> like that ain't right. Mm-mm. That ain't good. I'm nope. just gonna throw that out and keep, <laughs> and it, keep moving. it moving. And your life is perfectly fine, yes. and you will be oh, absolutely. And the same thing with relationships. Yes. You will be okay. Yes. I don't yes. even know who I was dating at 21. I do. I promise you, I can't I remember their name. I do. <laughs> Good for you. But Janetta, you you'd be like in love and stuff. I wouldn't <laughs> I know. I don't know who I would date. I stay in love. Where is he? I don't know. No, that's like But yeah. are we with anyone we were with at no. twenty one? No. No. Nope. Girl, it ain't that deep. <laughs> and that's the thing Boo boo, it ain't that deep. Listen. Yes, it's not. I mean, 
Don't be afraid to move on. It ain't nothing to cut that. Cut it off. (laughs) Things have an expiration date. It's not the end of the world. Not at all. So, I guess I'm on like... Number three. Three. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I learned this from Shark Tank. (laughs) I love it. This is a tricky one. Mm -hmm. And I learned this when I was in the throes of having my own business Mm -hmm. and trying to work full time. And it's not something that I didn't know, but it was just the way he said it that just made complete sense to me. And it was, if you ever watch Shark Tank, there's this one investor on there and they call him Mr. Wonderful. And he's like super mean, like kind of bald at the top or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. I know you're talking about. Has this like, he never wants to give anybody a deal. (laughs) And he was like, you have to treat money like a tool or like a soldier. Mm -hmm. It's not the solution. Right. It's just a tool. tool. Or it's your soldier that you take to go to battle. Right. And if you use it the right way, it can win the battle. But it is just the soldier or the tool. And that is like my advice for my knees. Okay. Money is not a solution. It is not going to cure the problem. It is a tool. Mm -hmm. So you can use it if you use it the right way. Right? Because you can use a saw the wrong way. Yes. And it'll oh, goodness. mess shit up. You right? cut your damn finger off, your hand off or something. You yes. can use a hammer the wrong mm. way. And just because you have the hammer don't mean that you over here fixing shit. Right. You could be putting holes in the wall with that hammer. <laughs> Believe be me, I've hung a couple pictures up. and left some dents in the wall. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yes. right? Absolutely. It is just the tool. Mm-hmm. You have to know how the tool should be used, yeah. where to use it, and when is the appropriate time to use this tool. And it can make your life better. And I just... It can make it better and worse. Again, it can make it better it. Yeah. or worse. It just all depends on how you use a tool. And I think in that moment when I had my business and it was just like, mm-hmm. I just thought if you throw money, money at, at it, it, oh, it'll fix. No. Throw... Right. To the point where it's like, I can't throw anymore because I don't have any more. Right. And you see accounts that you you took years to save. Mm-hmm. And it's just like gone. gone. Yes. And so I think going back to your first point about finding that job and doing that thing you love. Mm-hmm. And I think 80, 90% of America or just the world in general, we just kind of get money wrong. Oh, goodness. I don't think, because we're not taught money. Most yeah. of us don't even, you know. You're not really taught. understand it, yeah. My niece is African-American, so I don't know for everybody else's niece out there. If you're African-American, we're already working at a deficit as mm-hmm. it is, right? So we're already trying to figure out the rules of the game. And now right. we're kind of at a point in this society where we're just having access to the rules. Right. We ain't quite yes. figured it all the way out, but now we got Access to to learning the rules. Right. We have access to a little bit of money. Yeah. And now we got access (laughs) to a little bit of the tools that we need to Mm -hmm. play the game. And so it's trying to, you know, bring all these things together. And I just, 
I don't want my niece to go through life thinking, I got to take this job because I got to make this money. When right. I make this money, it's going to make me happy. No. It's not. It won't. You could be driving the nicest car, living in the best place, and it's be miserable. Not. It's not going to make you happy. Yeah, it's not. You could use $50 and turn it into $50 million, or you could have $50 million and next to know you ain't got but $50. Right. Absolutely. It is so true. That's so and I, like I could promise you there's a person in this country, just not oh, the please. world, but just this country who could give you both stories of fifty dollars to fifty million to fifty you know million. The people that the, the they have a show, I think it comes on like E or one of the, where people win the lottery and lose the money just as quick. <gasps> win the lottery again and that lose it again. Lottery changed my life show. Le- yes. Yes. Oh, it happens. So I think understanding money as a tool, not treating it like the end all be all. If I Mm -hmm. make all this money, I'm going to be super happy. And then you get it and, you know, you don't know what to do with it. Because the reality is the more money you make, the more your expenses are going to go up. Right, because you want to upgrade your life. I saw this video. I think um, Ashley Jeffers shared it on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was about this guy. I love Ashley. Was She's naked. like the That's best her boo I know. Oh, like, yeah. She gets you yes. straight. <laughs> so it was this video about this guy who was making all this money in his mm-hmm. company, but he was going out buying shoes and cars and, all, you know, and basically yep. was saying how, yeah, he has what, seven figures, but he's broke. Mm-hmm. But it's like understanding when you get this money, it's not just to increase your lifestyle. You're not, you know, you don't have to get a better car every time you get a raise or a bigger house every time you get a raise. It's investing that money, you know, understanding what to do with that money. How to to make it work for you. Please share that. Because I I think how to make it work for you. Mm -hmm. We can make it. There's plenty out there. I think, you know. Listen, you see all these, all the advertisements on Instagram. Everybody's selling something and everybody's buying something. My girlfriend, Maya, shout out to Maya, who is a marketer in Chicago. And she works for a company who who places like, you know, brand advertisements and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But she works with a lot of bloggers. And she posted on Facebook the other day. She just signed a contract with a mommy blogger. Wow. For $500,000 for a nine-month contract. Seriously. A blogger. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's bloggers out here making half a meal. That's just one and contract. And not even for the full year. For nine months. Yes. So there's plenty money out here mm-hmm. to be made, right? Yes. Like there is no shortage of capital. Money. Right. It's out here. Figure How are you going to use it? Right. And it's figuring out what your passion is because, and oh, one one thing I do hate is if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's not true. You are going to work. It's work because as soon as you're selling a service you're or anything work really to someone, hard. right? And this assumption that you're not going to have a boss, your customers are your, are boss. your boss. Yes, and they're going to tell you what they want <laughs> all day. And your employees, oh, I don't care what you yeah. think on this side of the mountain. <laughs> when you have to pay somebody else before you can pay yourself, listen, that is a boss. Yes. Absolutely. If you have yeah. ever been at the point where you looking at them numbers mm. 
and you know by the time you get to the bottom of your payroll, it ain't gonna be nothing left over. That means nothing for you, boo. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's yeah. They're your boss, right? Because you you surely not gonna be like on Instagram boss mode. <laughs> just paid my payroll, ain't got no money in my account. None left for me. <laughs> you gonna be like, why did I start this business? Listen. Who said this was a good idea? <laughs> exactly, it's so it's so true. You just yeah. gotta know how. I had a conversation with my niece, and she's so precious. Mm. Um, she's so sweet. So she was like telling me about this business she wanted to start, and just the idea. I didn't even have this idea at 21. If you guys look on our Facebook and Instagram page, y'all can see what I was doing at 21. You can see what I was doing too. Post it up. About to go to somebody's party. Was in the club. Yeah, me too. (laughs) In this club. (laughs) Every weekend. Bottles. Yes. (laughs) Of Henny, because I was ghetto back then. Um, But my niece is like, you know. Auntie, I want to do this. And I mean, and she yeah. was like, I'm going to take out a student loan to start this business because the interest rate will be cheaper than getting than a, a business, business loan. loan. You better go like, ahead, girl. Child, I was talking about, I'm going to take out this student girl, loan. Girl, so I can go get, get these boots. Thank you. What? Who ain't had the flyers out Girl, oh, when I was goodness. 21, that's when Manolo Blahnik dropped mm. them Tims. The With Tim. the heel. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You're foolish. I remember being in Tallahassee, like, who got the Manolo Blahnik Tams? Oh, I never got them. Okay. Ain't nobody never had them when I had my net check money. Right. Hello. Good refund. Good student refund check. Child, I was like a trap queen back then. Like, Y'all starting the a business. <laughs> I can't, yo. Y'all going to the moon tonight? Listen. <laughs> These kids have access. The let out. Oh, I just learned what that was. (laughs) No, you didn't just learn about the let out. Yeah, because we didn't call it that. You know. What do y'all call it in New York? Parking lot pamphlet. The let. I mean, the The let let out out. is like we took that back to high school. Yeah, no. (laughs) And all my South Florida people who used to know that my high school got out later than everybody else's high school because we only went to school four days a week. What? So the let out was thick, like at school. And then after the club on the weekends would let out. And then yes. for all my Albany people who used to be in Shaka 4 at the let out you know at the Big Daddies, <laughs> y'all hit me up. You are so funny. I have partied way Listen, too much in this lifetime. That's that's still on my list, though. For my, okay, for let's my keep niece. it moving. So my number three is be fearless. If you can dream it mm. and you're willing to put in the work, you can achieve it. Oh, I love that so much. So it goes along with you just saying, like, don't be afraid to think outside the box. And you only fail when you stop trying. (sighs) Why do you think we weren't fearless when we were younger? We had too many people keeping us from really expanding (sighs) our minds. I think, you know, we relied so much on our, our siblings or our parents, you know, to kind of... And of course, your parents always want you to have more than what they had. But it goes back to what you said. If they only know so much, they can only push you so far. I definitely think it's it's access. I do. Oh, in the internet? Yes. I and think I'm it's learning that, too. that as we Absolutely. get older. I don't think 
nothing has necessarily changed. It's just access. And so you when see I see it, think about when we were younger, even when you dreamt of what you were going to do, it was only Limited like an arm's you, yes. length of who you knew who yes. did that. Absolutely. And so when I went to college, mm-hmm. it was like, I'm going to be an actuary. And I had never heard that term until my senior year of high school. And okay. my calculus teacher was like, you should be an actuary. Because other than that, it's mm-hmm. not having any sort of context for, okay, my mom is a hairstylist and I don't really want to do that. Right. And my dad, you know, is kind of a businessman. I don't really mm-hmm. do that. And my auntie works at the post office. And do, right. You know what I mean? So it's just. Yes. You only have this context of the people at an arm's length for from you. Yeah. And I just think kids who are fearless mm-hmm. grow up around people who give them the opportunity to be free. Yes. There's yeah, no expectation absolutely. to do anything. It's, you want to go to school to be an engineer? Okay. You want right. to go to school to build things? All right. You want to go to school to, to be an artist? Yeah. Dance? I mean, I was in a dance okay. troupe in college, and that was never never crossed my mind to try to do that afterwards yeah. to make money off of it. As many videos you see, I just never yeah. put that with being you an actual You could have been career. like Lorianne Gibson. Hello. I love Lorianne. I know. Boom, boom, boom cat. cat. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but seriously, I think now that, you know, you have the internet, you mm-hmm. can see things across the globe. It's not just here in your city or your state or, do you know what I mean? You can you can dream up whatever you want. Yeah. And it's not always just, oh, what's out here so I can approve upon it. No. I think we have to do a better job of showing kids kind of behind the scenes too, though. Yes. So when I think about Instagram, it's like they see the end result. Mm-hmm. But they don't always see everybody associated with the process. Like, I can't remember why this popped in my head a couple of weeks ago. And maybe it was because me and the boo were watching the, it was like a Netflix special about um, the Dungeon family. Okay. And for all my Albany people, y'all know I used to, like when we were in high school, we thought we were the Dungeon family. And and I'm going to show Albany, you the Georgia. picture where we wrote like an article in the school newspaper and we like okay. listed all the members of the Dungeon oh, family. Oh, goodness. Okay. But this. anyway, this. <laughs> so I have this affinity for like Atlanta music. <laughs> but I was like, we're all like the female producers. Yes. Yes. Like, we're way too smart and way too creative. And I Very get true. you got your Mike Will mm-hmm. made it and your, I don't know, Scott Storches so, yeah. and whatever. But outside of Missy? Right. Yeah. That is so true. Where are we in this producing, engineering, yeah. beat making? Where are we? Wow. And I so think true. it's because- Even now, though. This is what I'm saying. Even Where now, are we? You can't yeah. tell me there isn't a woman who's super no, creative and have the, <laughs> you know, the 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 knowledge and the ability to do this. But I think it's introducing the behind the scenes of a particular career 
yeah. to these kids. I know you might love music and you might understand the context of it, but here's everything it takes from A to Z to make an artist. Right. From you don't have to be the artist to A and R to producing mm-hmm. to managing to engineering to beat making to being an executive at a label. The full realm of entertainment, and that's just one industry, right? It's it's just one thing, right? For all of like every industry, there's a front person all the way to the back. And I just choose, you know, music because that's something that as African Americans, you know, we do music better than kind of anybody. (laughs) I'm gonna say it. We have always done music better than everyone. That's why they steal our music. (laughs) Right. So, but when you take other careers, you know, you work in finance Mm -hmm. and banking and there's from Oh, listen, people think, oh, when I say I work at Bank of America, oh, you're a teller? No. No, I don't cash your checks. (laughs) I haven't stepped foot in a banking center and I I don't know how long. refund your overdraft fees. Yeah. But <laughs> right. let me share with you the full scope of what this looks like. What it from takes to the run full that scope business. Of, Absolutely. Child, if you went and got, I don't know, a history degree, mm-hmm. how that could be applicable in to, this environment. Yeah. What Absolutely. that looks like. You know, what it's it, very true. And I just think being able to be free, other kids have had that opportunity where I think African-American kids we place this responsibility on our kids to be good, do good, and make money and not mm-hmm. embarrass us and be a right. great, <laughs> not embarrass you know, us, yes. please be a productive member of society. Mm-hmm. Please don't go out here and go to jail. Right. Please go to school to be a lawyer, doctor, or play some sort of sport or just like mm-hmm. don't embarrass us. And Or if all us fails, be a school teacher, give back, help, right. be a social worker or whatever. <laughs> We got to expose them to more. There's so much more than that. There is. They're really, and you're right. I think so. I think that's, you know, mentoring, but it's bigger than that. Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you get it on more of a large, like, what are kids watching? Where, what's the best outlet to provide that to Mm. them? Do you know what I mean? And not just one, not one, one industry, because you're right. You know, what is it? The, what is the, it's not Children's Place. It's something uptown. Imagine on. Imagine on. Discovery I, Place. It's Imagine on. I oh. went in there. I don't know why I was in there. I think when I was in Big Brothers Big Sisters, I took mm-hmm. my little there, and they had like this thing to teach you how to DJ. Oh, really? Yeah, like this whole program. <laughs> really? But that's what I mean. Like they, they, it's out there, but it's just not on a level. I mean, I'm an adult, so I guess I wouldn't yeah. know, but. <laughs> and I don't have children, so. But you know what I mean? Just getting our kids in places where they're not just seeing the sports yeah, and the music. What else is really out there for them? I to do? have been guilty of trying to steer my niece into careers that I felt like make a decent salary. Mm-hmm. Because I do know you don't want to be out here broke. Now, I know I broke. said money is a tool, but you, you don't want to be broke now. But I think being broke is also a mindset because, again, it is a mindset. if you don't have all of these bills, mm-hmm. you know, if you, you're living a simpler life, it doesn't take as much money to survive on. Oh, yeah. that's so. so that's absolutely true. I had a conversation with her last year when we were driving 
home for a holiday and I mm-hmm. picked her up and so we could drive home about buying a car. And she just didn't have a really good grasp on credit and what that really means to be making Mm -hmm. these car payments and what the true cost of having a car is. And it's just this, I want to be able to get around how I want to get around. And I, I shared with her, you know, in my heart of hearts, darling, I wish we could just give you a, a car, car that you didn't have to pay, pay for. for. Yeah. And you could just go drive cross country and be free. <laughs> like I'm, I know some of your peers. Yeah. I know these kids at Chapel Hill out here free. When I look yeah. at the championship game and they all in Arizona houseway, mm. how do they get out there? Right. I know that's well, their mom and daddy was yes. just like, go yes. and be free. And you got a car and Absolutely. you can do that. Yeah. And I wish so deeply we could do that for you, but we can't. Yeah. But I don't want you to get into a situation where you're trying to compensate for what we can't do for you. Right. And putting yourself in a worse situation than what you would have been well, in otherwise. Back to what you said about money being a tool, not the solution. So I can't yeah. fix it for you because mm-hmm. we're not there right. yet. Right. Exactly. Auntie ain't Oprah. I ain't Auntie Oprah. Not you yet, know what I mean? <laughs> right. But don't put yourself in a, a terrible situation because you wish you could be where your peers are. Yes. And that's actually my number four. So your only competition is you. No one has ever walked in your shoes. Oh, I no one that. thinks the exact way that you do. So no one is your competition. Like you shouldn't be out here comparing yourself to anyone because you have the tools to do exactly what you need to do. And no one can, you know, if it's meant, I always believe it's meant for you. No one can take mm-hmm. it away from you. So there is no competition, but you. That's so hard for them though. Mm-hmm. Cause I think when we were 21, I didn't know what people in California were doing. No. Because I didn't have access to them. <laughs> right. I Can I tell you how I took Spanish for four years in high school? And really, I don't think I ever came across a Latino person until I went to college. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how limited, you know, no internet when I was in high school. No internet. I took a web browsing class in college. Yes, I'm a web browsing. Yes. Just how to search. How do you search? I'm going to teach you how to code and build this thing. No. I'm just going to teach you how to browse. We're trying to figure out how to search on the internet. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. (laughs) I did get my first email account in high school. (laughs) See? I still got it. I'm a little older than you, though. Y'all hit me up. Everybody, (laughs) I set up my email account in DECA class. I know you remember DECA. Wait, but you still have it? Oh, I do. Oh, I still use it. Oh, my gosh. Because my DECA teacher, <laughs> who, like, thank God, was like, y'all don't want to get nothing stupid. Don't get no stupid email name. Get your name. And wow. if your name ain't available, get your name and a one on the end. There's no way. And Yes. Oh, my god. That's why my email accounts are my name with the one on the end. I love it. I listened. I, I like, love it. Okay. Yep. I ain't going to get... Hide in the ass, sixty nine. <laughs> Stop it right now! I can't. I can't deal with you. She too cute. Yes, twenty four. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait, no, I don't have a Hey Cutie five account. Jenka teacher said, get your name. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And she told us she was. I promise you, you gotta have these angels in your life. She was like. 
If you can buy a domain name, like a website yes, name, buy, buy your name. Yes. And now look. I always had my name. And now look. Absolutely. I always had my name. That lady, bless her, I don't even remember my name. I used to get a Michelle. <laughs> but I still don't think it's hard for them not to look at other people's competition. If you're focused... If you focus on doing what you need to do for yourself, you don't have time to worry about what anybody else is doing. Really? I do. I don't. I do. I struggle with the looking at your peers. Again, people that you went to high school with. It's so funny because I was just talking about DECA class. I have Mm -hmm. a picture of my girlfriend, Shansay. Shout out to Shansay. Who I was in DECA class with. I have a picture of her in my box that I was just looking at when I was looking for a picture of our 21-year-old selves. In DECA class. And, you know, Shansay is a physician. Mm -hmm. And there were, like, commercials of her on TV. I kid you not. So she was in the Air Force. And the Air Force had ran, like, this ad campaign or whatever Mm -hmm. about strong females or something in the Air Force. Okay. And she was like, you know, I don't know. Captain Dr. Shantae Tarrant or whatever in the Air Force. And I'm like, that's my friend. I've been to high school with her. And she has this freaking beautiful baby. And Uh like, you know, the husband and the husband is like getting like Urban League awards Mm -hmm. and stuff. And you just be like. What are you doing to life? (laughs) But I'm not a physician. (laughs) And why her baby's so damn cute. (laughs) And like, why they look perfect on their family photos? Like they're perfect. But that's you know what I mean. And you want to compare yourself, and you feel like, and when you get these invites for like, oh, such and such is having a housewarming, and their house is like forty five hundred square feet, and it's on the greens. But again, you can't help it. It's hard. The reason I can't help it is because, oh, I've had a house. And I've, you know what I mean? I see people in relationships. Oh, they go out and they look real nice out in these streets. But I know what happens behind closed doors. You know, that's what keeps me grounded, not wanting anything. But I just can't imagine for our nieces who don't have the experience of realizing Mm -hmm. everything that glitters ain't gold. Right. But I'm still struggling but, with it. But so I still, know they struggle. Yeah, but it's How do also, you overcome that? It's seeing for people who, like, this person does not have anything you couldn't have if you wanted it. You don't, you didn't want it. Yeah. That's what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's really what it's about. There's nothing you couldn't do. If you really want something, you can do it. But so, that's the thing is you can't just want the end result. You got to put the work in for it. Or and do you really thing. want the end result? Well, you, you want the glamorized what you think it is. And that's the problem why you can never, yeah. you know, fantasize about someone else's life because you don't know what they're really going through. It's almost like an illusion mm-hmm. of happiness. Well, people only show you what they want you to see. Which is what social media is designed Hello. for. Why would I show you a picture of me when I'm looking ugly? Listen. <laughs> Right. When I can just put on makeup and be cute. Right. <laughs> or not post, because that's why I just like, I don't even feel like posting. So. Oh, y'all ain't seen me in two weeks? It's because my hair wasn't done. <laughs> Duh. I think it's really hard. I do think, um, 
I know my niece probably struggles with that too. I know any 21, 22 yeah. year old young woman is like, I should be here. You see the Forbes 30 under 30 list and you like, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't found the cure for malaria for six kids, sick kids in some like third world country. What am I doing wrong? But you know what else? You know what else keeps me grounded? So and I wish I, wish I would have researched the list, but look at Oprah. When did Oprah really hit? She wasn't popping at 20. You know, and that's where people have, you have to be realistic. But they're in an instant gratification society where you but do we, have 28-year-olds living the life. You do got 28-year-olds, you know, 22-year-olds chartering private jets and driving Ferraris. And but again, what do they do? On Instagram with Chanel bags and But you can't, drive. but again, my point is everything that glitters is not gold. So stop you watching from the outside. 17 year olds mm-hmm. who go to my child's school driving oh. cars that are the same value as the car that people's moms are yes. driving who have worked really hard mm-hmm. to get said car. I didn't get a luxury car until it was like three, oh, four so jobs in. Until I bought my own. Hello. And you got 17 <laughs> year olds just being given. Right. You know, but that's the thing. It's not that that child didn't do anything to get it. It's the parent. But they don't. These kids don't understand that, though. So how, how? do you how do how you, you don't understand that? I'm 17. What job you have that you can afford that car on your own? Such and realistic. such mama bought him or her. Right. A BMW. Such and such. Why you ain't got mama, me one? Because I ain't such and such mama. Why we you live out here? Go live over there. Oh, because I'm trying to get you a better education. The foundation, because just because that kid is rolling in that BMW today, does not, he may be rolling that BMW 40 years from now, because that may be (laughs) all the parents going to do for you. That's it. And your dumb ass in school, not learning, because you want to be outside in the parking lot with your car. I think it's a hard (laughs) sell, though. It's a hard sell for these kids when they see... They see the glitter and the gold. They see what they want. They see mm-hmm. what their friends have. They see what's on Instagram. And then we it's... tell them, follow your passion. Do yes. what you love. Don't follow the money. So if it's, uh, I'm not really feeling getting an MBA from Harvard. I really want to go teach English in Uruguay. But and knowing it. you ain't going to make any money. And then you come back and we looking at you like, I ain't going to give you no money because I ain't got none. When you could have went to Harvard and got the MBA, been making 200000 <laughs> Child, no, you need to go find you somewhere to live. It's just a hard sell, I think, for 20 years old, for 21 years old. And I know it was a hard sell for me. I had a child. So for me, it was like, we got to eat. Mm-hmm. And... My sole purpose in life was to make each year better than the last year. Mm -hmm. But I think at like 2021, they just see, oh, the world is my oyster. However, there's a quick way to get there. If I compromise myself, if I compromise my (laughs) beliefs, if I compromise my desires, if I am willing to compromise my family's name and what everyone around mm-hmm. me has worked for, I can get their way quicker and I can live this gam- glamorous life hey. and I can jet set and I can have Chanel Do bags. Do your thing, bro. Because what did I say? You 
can make that you make that decision for yourself because yeah we have we may have the same last name but that's your first name <laughs> that's you boo <laughs> that's all you and you may be flying hot and it may last yeah. but if it doesn't do you know what i'm saying so again you still we're giving you this advice but you still have to make those choices for yourself at the end of the day yeah i agree so i think so so my last point mm-hmm. for my niece is this idea of indulging in on your own terms. So yes. Figuring out what your own terms are. I think we all wanna have fun. We all wanna oh, you know because my last one is party heart. <laughs> it is turn up queen. Yes. In the twenties, better do it in your twenties. <laughs> if there is a tabletop Get available. On it. <laughs> She's been on it. I got pictures. I got receipts, as the kids say. I got receipts of being on somebody's tabletop doing what? I don't think I've ever done much. that. You ain't lived till you've been on a tabletop with some champagne. Like that. You ain't lived till you've been at somebody else's birthday party. It's my birthday. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, oh, yes. But- with no shame. But you're right. You still have to figure out what your level of indulgence is. So my thing is, when you give up access, you give up power. Mm-hmm. Now this is gonna get down into the weeds, but this is some <laughs> relationship stuff, though. Okay. When you give up access, when you're giving up passcodes, passwords. Mm-hmm. You give up power. Mm. When you give up passcodes, passwords, pin codes, mm-hmm. pin numbers, <laughs> you give up power. So when you give up access, when you give somebody else access to your stuff, you have given up your power. And if you are okay mm. with that, then fine. Do if you give somebody access to your phone, then that means they can send messages, receive messages, mm. look and see, scroll or, up or, and Or because I'm good to go on somebody's phone and send stuff to myself. Well, I do it to my friends, but it's just like pictures. Nothing major, like a picture I'm in and I want it. But that's them giving me access to their phone, to their account. access. You yeah. give up your power to control your thing. If you yeah. give somebody a passcode to your Instagram or your Facebook or yeah. whatever, Snapchat, whatever y'all kids using, just know you are giving up some sort mm-hmm. of control to, to that, that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't Absolutely. have control over because they can log in whenever they want. They can do what they want. They can say what they want. <laughs> so now you're unable to indulge on your own terms right you know maybe i might like stalking idris elba on instagram (laughs) and i ain't gonna never say nothing but maybe i just want to secretly like all his pictures or something or maybe i just want to be like commenting on his stuff saying oh my god you're beautiful (laughs) but if i give somebody else access to my instagram then i'm giving up the power to indulge on my own terms Mm -hmm. how i want to it's very true if i give if i decide i'm going to go to another city to visit somebody Mm -hmm. i'm giving up my power if i don't have my own money right my own transportation yes yes 
I, if I didn't mm. book my own plans, right? If I'm staying in a room with somebody else, if mm. this is a joint trip and we've like commingled funds and mm. the hotel in her name and Listen. such and such got, you know, she got, she was the one who knew to connect at the club. So we only getting right. in on her name. And she don't feel like, oh, I've been there, done that. Mm-mm. We are at the mercy <laughs> of these other people. Right. You are so, and so That true. shit sucks. It does. Mm. That's worse than relationships. Listen. Like that sucks when you're at the mercy of other people and they're the ones who got your name on the list and now they're like i don't feel like going. i don't feel like going oh my gosh tony that had pissed me off i don't want to go me. no more can i tell you bought tickets to go to um steve harvey's neighborhood awards mm-hmm. in vegas and luckily like my mom has a timeshare there so um combinations were free but homegirl bought the tickets. Mine too. She didn't end up going. Do you know I lost my money and did not go? I was. We don't really rock like that ever since then. Cause yeah, nah, man. <laughs> nope. I have learned it, it oh, the yes. hard way. Oh yes. Do Mm-mm. not give up access. No. Do not give up your power to somebody else. You cannot get it back. Control your own. Absolutely. When it comes to relationships, don't go visit someone unless you booked your own ticket in your own name and they reimburse you or they give you the cash for it. You need to know when you're coming and going. Send the money to my account. I'll book it. Send me the money. I'll book my own ticket. Yes. Put the money on my PayPal. I'll book my own Uber. Mm -hmm. Yes. All that. Do not give up your power. I think that's like the biggest thing for me. I remember giving up my power in so many situations and having to deal with stuff. Right. Because you can't do anything about it. And I know you feel like it ain't gonna happen to me. I never thought it was gonna happen to me and I think it happened to me in my 30s. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello. I was pissed. You see I'm still a little little salty. Because it (laughs) sucks though. And so that's just my thing. Indulge on your own terms. If you know you have a particular behavior that you like to exhibit, if it's drinking, drink in your own house. Don't drink when you don't went to somebody else's house and you ain't got no car. How you going to get home? Right. And I didn't like, oh my God, she drunk. Mm-hmm. Okay, F y'all. I'm in my own house. If y'all don't <laughs> right. like me drunk, get out. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So I just think at at like 20 something, you're going to want to have fun. You're going to be like trying everything under the sun and partying (laughs) or whatever. But I've always been in the mindset. Mm -hmm. I got myself here. I know how to get home. Absolutely. My daddy definitely taught me that. Keep you some money in your glove compartment. Yes. But y'all kids got Uber. Keep some money on your PayPal. So you can get up out of there. Keep a credit card attached to your to your mm-hmm. Ubers so you can get home. If <laughs> yes. it's your mama credit card, that's okay. Just attach it. She's not going to. Um, but know how to get home. Yeah. And then like. But when you're going out and partying. And I don't, it's never happened to me. Thank God. I mean, cause I've always been a drinker. Always. But my mother always told me. You sit. Always. <laughs> you sit that drink down. That means you do not want it anymore. Walk away. 
walk away. I to this day, I rarely let dudes buy me a drink. And if you buy me a drink, I'm there at the bar with you. I'm not. No, you can't pass me a drink. No, I'm good. Matter of fact, nope. I don't even want water. I'm good. Take control. Yeah. Of your situation. Always be in control. Always be on your own terms. Do not let somebody else put you on their terms because when you get on somebody else's term, you've mm. lost your power. Yes. And it is really, it's kind of like when, when I've, I've heard people say like in kidnap situations, never mm. go to the second location. You know what I mean? Never let somebody yes. take you to the next location. Right. It's the same concept. Once you have lost power, you have lost, lost. power. Right. It is really hard to regain power once you've lost it. So don't sit your drink down and somebody and, no. and you don't like have, you can't see what's going on. Right. Matter of fact, make some eye contact with the bartender. Get there early and meet the bartender before everybody get there. Mm-hmm. You see me, I see you. <laughs> I know it's cameras up in here. I'm right. making eye contact with the <laughs> camera. Right. <laughs> That's funny. But it's true. Know where you're going. Oh my goodness. So and know time, how to get home from where you are. Let me tell you. So another time in Vegas, I turned 30. And it was my whole group of girls. We all turned 30 that year, went to Vegas. We were at one party. And Caesar's Palace mm-hmm. met up with these dudes that one of our other friends knew. And they're like, oh, we're going to this next spot. So I'm like, mm, okay. But see, the difference is when it's a bunch of bunch of people, I usually don't drink that much because I'm mm-hmm. always in that mother hen mode. Like I'm watching what's going on, you know. We ended up at this other spot, but I knew where we were going and actually ended up being right next to where we were staying. But we get in there, these dudes left us in there. And it straight looked like it turned into a vampire's den. Like we were we when we left, it was like daylight out. Mm-mm. And I'm in there trying to round everybody up because everybody's drunk. Look, you gotta either be that one person or make sure you with somebody that's gonna look at you know, like like you said, don't lose your control. Mm. Cause who knows what could have happened. I've never been to that place before. Listen. It happens. Okay. Don't be giving by nobody your information either. No. But yeah, I think those are like my like those are my top. I, I think when I think about the conversations I have with my niece like all the time, mm-hmm. it's those things. Like, girl, oh my God, you have the whole world in front of you. And our nieces are at like phenomenal schools. Yeah. So it's just like doing great things. So it's yeah. Y'all doing stuff we ain't even do though. At all. Not at all. We wasn't even out here in these streets, like looking super cute, like y'all with Instagram. <laughs> Child, if I would have had Instagram, you hear me? That, um, and y'all cute mm. too, and y'all got access to like AliExpress to get the best hair, and we can't even. Child, I, can't. I was wearing yakky back then. Listen, so my niece actually joined. Hi, um, Siobhan. <laughs> look, it's hard out here, Siobhan. <laughs> Yes. But I saw your pictures and you're you're doing it beautifully. I know. You are. My boo. So, again, share this episode with anyone that you know that's 21, 20, 18, 19. These kids need to know. It's a lot of fun out here. Trust. It's a lot There's of a lot of fun to be had. And a lot of trouble to get into. 
But anyway, it's so. a lot of trouble to get into. <laughs> oh, and my sister said, don't be hugged up on random guys. Unless <laughs> they cute. Unless they cute. It you depends on how cute they are. It depends on the situation. <laughs> are you in Atlantic City? Are you in Vegas? <sighs> this one. Are they a baller? Are you in the high roller suite? It's all situational, but never give up your power. <laughs> never give up your power. So, Mara joined. Hey, Mara. Oh, hey, Mara. And we also had, we had, well, Mara left a comment. She said, take your chances, turn up. I agree. But so keep your you power. So, if you guys don't know, Mara's <laughs> like the nail tech with the Moses. So, if you guys yes. are in the Charlotte area and looking for a super bomb nail artist to hook you up, look up Rip Lash at Buff Salon, Mara Campbell. Black owned. Oh, I ain't in, I ain't in. There you go. You, you see, see the nails? I would show mine, but I broke two. She gets me right. Check my Snapchat because I do be snapping be after snapping. every time she do my nails. <laughs> she it. deals with me, but she's the best. <laughs> so if you want to listen to past episodes of Drink to We're Married, please look us up on the website, drinktowermarried.com. You can also send us a comment yes. or suggestions for topics and episodes. And drinks. And drinks. Yes. So you can email us at married at gmail.com. Yes. Anything else? Oh, T-shirts. T-shirts. I will be posting pictures of the shirts. Bad and boozy. And it has our logo on them as They're well. super cute. They've been out in these Charlotte streets. They have. So been posting pictures. If you want yes. a, a summer shirt. And it's actually, they have a couple different styles. So it's on Redbubble. I will post the link as well so everyone yeah. can get their shirts. And make sure you tag us in your photo if you get a shirt and, you know, you post it so we can shout you out. Absolutely. Speaking uh, of shout out, so I was at the silent, not so silent disco this past Saturday, which was so dope. We had a great time at Apostrophe Lounge. Uh, yeah, you did. But. Met one of our listeners and she was so dope. Golden Beauty 84. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you for listening. Golden Beauty. She sounds like my kind of friend. <laughs> I like it. Hey, Golden. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Yes. So cheers to you, Golden. Shout out for like recognizing us. I know. Girl blew me away. I was like caught off guard like, huh? What? Yeah. You know, I've been drinking. Oh, my God. So. Hey, cutie's famous. It happens to her more than it happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, till the next time. Cheers. You guys see I ain't got oh, nothing left. I just got a little bit. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>